All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, You guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. Welcome to Saturday Morning Cereal, a little show that we do for you, the listener. What kind of show? Well, it's the kind of show that explores the themes of Saturday morning cartoons that not only did we grow up with, they've also grown up with us. That's that tagline out of the way, and it's me, Dan Grimshay, the one speaking it up inside your ear. Uh, I'm going to continue speaking up inside your ear with the help of a few cohorts. Uh, let me just start over here with uh, Marquis. Sound off. Let them know you're here. Hey, everybody. It's good to be here. I missed you all so, so much. Okay, well, they know you're here now. Uh, I'm looking right across at Jimmy the Gent Lazinski. Jimmy, sound off, too. This is the sound of my voice. There you go. So there will be no further mistakes. And finally, of course, we've got the man himself, Johnny Mother Heckin' Heck. Hey, yo, good to be back, gents. How you doing? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> that was a little Hanna-Barbera he threw in there. It, it, it was? I don't know if it was yeah. intentional. I think I, I think that's what it was. But it was Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> you know that's right. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to make this segue all the more lurching, but hey, Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Un- we didn't even plan that. No, that was all, that was all spontaneous. No, because you don't plan the tournament. <laughs> we are preconditioned to do that when we hear Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I almost finished Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the old I'm Super old. Nintendo kicking in, though. <laughs> I'm old. So uh, for those who don't know, that's uh, well, it's a video game, right? Mostly. Nay, it is also, I think, uh, a trilogy of movies. From the 90s into the 2000s. Live action, yes. A recent uh, live action HBO Max, uh, one of those quarantine buster uh, mm-hmm. big hits everybody loved. Yep. Uh, and now it's getting the adult animated treatment. Yes, and now so it's on. finally yep. we have to address it. Right. Th- We've it's been actually... trying to stay aside and out of this whole scene forever, but... This is the second one. We're actually celebrating the second uh, version of it right now. Like, this is like the part two you're talking about the new one. The new one, yeah. It just... Mortal Kombat Legends. That's right. Battle Semicolon. of the Realms. Uh-huh. Underline. <laughs> uh, we, we're also talking to one of the stars of it, and one might say a, just a star in his own right, the Mr. Voice. Joel McHale. The voice of Johnny Cage. Is it Johnny Cage? Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage, yeah. It's right. Johnny. The it's, voice, it's kind of the Johnny soul Cage. of Johnny Cage. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and and our, our own Jimmy the Gent talked to him, and he's going to share that with us if we play it cool, everybody. Mm-hmm. 
So take it easy. Just Keep that McHale, in mind. Everybody. So just don't McHale. Just don't fuck it up. Joe yeah. motherfucking McHale. <laughs> That's right. There was maybe a time where we would have had to do with that one guy episode about Joel McHale, but certainly Nay. not now. You all know who Joel McHale I, is. I actually, actually have one. He was that one guy from Sp- Spider-Man 2. He was the, the star bank. of Happy Time Murders. Oh, no, he was the bank teller in Spider-Man 2. That's what I just said. No, you said Spider-Man 2. I'm saying... Okay, so you're just giving the character... You're right. I'm I'm wiping your butt. (laughs) (laughs) What did you got? Uh, Well, I I believe he actually... A lot of people don't know this, but he played Greg Kinnear for several seasons on E. (laughs) That's right, he did on The Soup. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And did a bang-up job. I forget that Greg Kinnear started that. He was was (laughs) arguably better. I got that. I actually... All right, I, I do have a story where... And we talked about off air, but where I met him in real life, um, remember when the um, All Star game was in San Diego, the MLB All Star game, mm-hmm. uh, not what, four or five years ago? Okay. So sure. I go to the convention This is your story, buddy. Yeah, it's a, right. All right. Yeah. So yeah. it's a it's hundred years ago. I'm very old. <laughs> so it was, I was watching the game with Abner Doubleday. And also, <laughs> the Bloomington Bloomers were in town. Johnny Heck is a ghost. Uh, I was at 19 Giggity 2. And uh, so, no, uh, whenever it was, um, as we all live in San Diego, and this is where the um, party happens, but I was there, and uh, Joe McHale was for this All Star weekend. He was there. And I saw him, and I'm a fanboy, so I went up and I went, Joel, can I get a selfie? He was like, absolutely. Also, you guys could see me. Listeners can't see me. I'm 6'1". Dude is at least 6'3", 6'4". He's a tall gentleman. And he took a selfie, and he goes, he was on a TV show at the time. It was like called like The Great Outdoors or... Something on CBS or something. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> he grabs me by the and I'm and I go, big community fan, big fan of yours. And he grabs me by the shoulders, literally, and like down, like again. And he's like, please watch my new show. Please. And I went, absolutely, Joe McHale. Ask me how many episodes I watched. None. But I feel bad about lying to Joe McHale. But um, I'm sure still, he's going to be listening to this episode. Yeah, so this, yeah, is yeah. this is your Joel, chance. This is your chance. So I'm sorry, but thank you for touching my shoulders and looking down at me. You're a tall gentleman. That's uh, all right. I I I owe Nathan Fillion like the entire series of Castle. That's right. You do. It's a, that's a that's so, a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that yeah. was a hand job. I think you're a little bit more... <laughs> <laughs> one per season was the I deal. Mean, gentleman's agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, okay. But uh, uh, Johnny here brought up uh, community. Perfect. Perfect. Because I've seen that. God damn, I love community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know I'm not the only one sitting at this table, but that is arguably uh, a new kind of sitcom. Yeah. I don't know if any show was just like it. I, I was just thinking about it today, actually, because I don't know. I don't know why. Oh, I, I was actually putting a, a apron on a table. And I did this kind of thing where I kind of whipped it around and I threw it and I kind of acted like the guy from The Cape, which was a very, <laughs> which was a very short lived, thankfully, show about Six a superhero. And it's it is the dumbest premise for a television show ever. It's the dumbest superhero idea that, ever. I mean, it is. That's a big can. Of no, no, I'm going to I'm going to I will stake my flag onto this. What, what were you saying? 
That's a big can of worms. <laughs> no, I will plant my flag into the dumbest show I've ever heard of. Is the is the um, cape? He had and a cape, bro. He had a cape, and then he would it was a, and he would fling the cape to disarm criminals with. It was okay. stupid. Okay, exactly. uh, Doctor Strange would like to have a couple words with you. That's yeah. a magical cape. That's a little. <laughs> oh, 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 I don't even this like Doctor Strange either. Though. This was so the premise was this of cape the cape. From- was that this guy was just so good at whipping a cape? That's what I thought. I watched the first episode because no, um, that was his superpower. I, I, I think he could hide in the cape. And <laughs> yes, it, you it can't would, like, see made me. Him invisible and like, like, maybe he could was be. the protagonist a four year old? No, it might have been. It might have been a puppy. I have no idea. <laughs> it was. It was the dumbest man. thing. Um, it was the dumbest show ever. I watched the first one because um, the uh, girl from uh, Firefly. Uh, uh, what, um, uh, uh, River and Liz Lemon. Uh, River. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, uh, Zhao oh. Sing Ping. No, dang it. No, uh, River. Um, Summer... Jesus Christ. Summer Glau. Summer Glau. Thank you, ah, thank you. There. Summer time, Glau was in time. it. And so I will give anything Summer Glau is in a chance. And the cape was horrible, stupid, ridiculous. And so, the, so I was doing this and I did this kind of motion as the cape. And then I thought of community because they had that running gag about it. And it just, it actually kind of made me, uh, are you, um, are you okay there, buddy? Sorry. I'm putting my glasses fell down the stairs. That was my, <laughs> that was, my glasses kicked. I want to check on that guy. That's a little, it, little He's inside. like checking the, the, the Dodgers score. Just, really no, just putting up the fucking cake. <laughs> just putting up some shelves. Okay. All right. So anywho, um, I was thinking about community today be, uh, about how, I was thinking about community today because of how it encapsulates the pop culture so well, you know, like it, even even the horrible parts of it and how it just kind of brings it all in. Oh yes, it yeah. tries to make reference to absolutely everything. Everything. Yep. But Jimmy, it does it delicately. Yeah, you still <laughs> does it. It's it's not a shotgun approach. <laughs> no, well, it's it's uh, one of the first shows that was meta on a level to things that I think this is pre um, pre Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, right where yeah. where that was more of a pop culture centered uh, references. Everything was centered around the pop culture. I think this was pre pre that. I think it's around the same time. It probably was. Yeah, I mean the one I watched and one I didn't. And I can say that Community was beautifully meta. It it took till about halfway through the first season before I kind of got it. I was sort of put off by the at first the idea of Abed as a character who either knows that he's in a TV show, which is a TV show about a character who acts like he's in a TV show. Mm-hmm. Right. It was a awesome. little much to swallow. And then I think it was right around like uh, definitely by the uh, the episode where they uh, get the. Kentucky Fried Chicken Space Experience truck. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. And the whole thing is like this homage, not even a satire or parody, but an homage to, uh, to, uh, what is it? Apollo 13 or uh, Armageddon? Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. It's got a little bit of all there. It it treats the genre right. but It uh, it has the same implications as Armageddon. Capricorn 6? Yeah. We're we're going (laughs) to... And by the way, not for nothing... Armageddon? Um... The the cape. Uh, oh, we got oh, he's still looking at the cape. Okay, yeah. yes. Oh, I found it. I okay. found the connection. Also had Keith David, and Keith David was, oh, was in, in the, the last season, season of Community. Can we see the cape? Yes. Oh, by the way, 
You hear that? That's mine's exploding. Right <laughs> Hold on. There was there was one like I think it was called Mantis, where the guy was based on a praying mantis. That's arguably a little dumber than the cape. A, a it praying, lasted longer than the cape, though. A praying, it was a praying mantis is a predator in the wild. If you had a superhero of the praying mantis, that'd be better. Welcome a to cape. Mark's Bug Hour. <laughs> a cape. I was reminded of the show The Cape because I was spreading a tablecloth well, on those, a table. All those hobbits on the way to defeat Soren would like to have a word with you. Why? Because it's based on the ring? Because they had capes. Well, it's yep. okay. Okay, well, that's all right. I didn't see them using them offensively, though. They turned uh, invisible. Like <laughs> that's okay. That's kind of handy, but that's not what the cape did. He literally just like it just kind of disarmed people. Oh, let me like, check with our cape expert here. Yes, uh, so the, the cape. Yeah, was what, in, what was his actually, power? The cape was just like kind of uh, just kind of rad. He just like whipped it. Like that's a, what I remember. Oh, he just kind of whipped it around. <laughs> so that's that's what it was. It, it was kind of like ever. All right, this is what it was. So if he had you been ever, the whip, he'd been even better no. at his job. <laughs> you ever fucking been in a pool and wound up a towel he had and a just whipped someone, whip someone in the ass with it? That's basically his superpower. I, I think good people in the oh, ass with it. I, I think they game. even had a couple of gags in Community You're where like Abed would Fire like. Island. I think Abed would like whip his cape and then like at a Joe, you know, at Joe McHale's hands and then he would like lose his tray of food or something. Yeah. Yes, he did yeah. do that one time. And then yeah. he ran away and, and he uh... said, six seasons in the movie! <laughs> <laughs> Which is never going to happen. This is Community yeah. Wrap-Up. Yep. I'm your host, Jimmy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, the cape, definitely a misstep for Joe <laughs> McHale's career. <laughs> Welcome to the cape podcast. Joe, Joe <laughs> McHale was not in the cape. I'm just, I bring it up because it reminded me of community because of the fact that it was such an encapsulation of the pop culture, especially at the moment. And, but it was also a kind of a mockery of it as it was getting out of hand because the cape was getting out of hand. All these, all these networks were trying to get superhero shows on TV as fast as possible, as fast as possible. And they put the worst one out. And then of course, Abed ate it up. Which I thought it was kind of a cool comic. And, and didn't he eventually, after he, he didn't like that, he liked the version of Doctor Who. Like, they did a bastardized I, version of Doctor Who. It was like Doctor Space Time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Doctor Space Time. Oh, it was Inspector's, uh, Inspector's, Inspector's Space, Space Time. Time. Inspector's yeah. Space Time was his oh. new show. But that's how, like... Constable Reggie. <laughs> Constable <laughs> yeah. Reggie. And what, who was the girl that everyone hated? Uh, um, Rita? Well, no. <laughs> No, on, on well that too, but Inspector no Inspector Space Time had a girl B like, Inspector Space Time. Oh, oh you know, no, you're talking like, about the the, uh, the, the, the Space Time. You're talking about the most hated episode of Community. Yeah, when they was, talk about the most hated uh, right Thorax. uh, Thoraxis. No, that was what Joe McHale. It was looked that like. episode. Yes, trying to swing it back around to Joe McHale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, who oh played yet another? Uh, role within the universe as British actor, whatever, whatever is Thoraxis, and that gets us back to Community and Joe McHale and, and Joe, Joe McHale. McHale. Oh, and who and who was his uh, trying to hit on it? Hit on him during that episode? It was um, uh, Battlestar Battlestar Galactica. It was um, 
Summer Glau. <laughs> I believe. The tall blonde. Um, number. Katie Sackoff? No, the Cylon. Yeah, the number one. six, seven. The other tall blonde. Number number nine? Number. No, let him let him get there. All right. Come on, everybody. Yeah. All right. Oh, let, 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 let's just see where this is going. All right. Number six? Number. Number nine? Three? Number six of nine? Number nine? No, number nine, nine was Star Trek. <laughs> That's right. Okay. So cross those two off the list. It's not Bell seven or nine. Logica, the tall blonde. Um, you remember? I do. It wasn't seven or nine. I don't think it was no. eight. And so it must Six. have been it's one of them. <gasps> you got it. Is it eight? No, it wasn't eight. What? what it wasn't say? seven. It wasn't eight. It wasn't nine. Six. Yes! Was it sick? Are you it sure? Six. It was six. Battlestar. All right. So, she in that episode, she hit on <laughs> John McHale because she thought she was Thorexis from Inspector Space Time. Do you, okay. know, why they were, do you know why they were scared to name her 10? Because <laughs> 7, 8, 9. <laughs> That's You're a true story. You're welcome, everybody. Okay. All right. So, let's bring this back to John McHale. Joel McHale, community, back there again. Uh, but I, I fear that if we say any more about community, we'll, we won't have time to get to all the other stuff he's done. Uh-huh. Like Such Mortal as, I'm, I'm hearing maybe The Great Outdoors, maybe, was what it was called. <laughs> Wasn't uh, he the bear that attacked them in The Great Outdoors? He, like the movie with Dan Aykroyd opens, and John Candy? Open season two, he was a voice in that. Mm. Mm-hmm. We talk about that in the interview. Nice. Oh, well, let's not bury yeah. the lead. <laughs> we talk about uh, we cover One. a lot of times. Wait, The Great Outdoors movie with uh, no, Dan Aykroyd and John yeah, Candy. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Well, I want to. <laughs> not, not well, I got some things to say. <laughs> All right. So, uh, where are we going with this? Uh, <laughs> We're, we're talking about other things Joel McHale has done. Okay. And let's keep it to things Joel McHale has done, everybody. Okay. Uh, such as, well, we mentioned the suit. Yeah, that was a big deal. What a catty little bastard. Got got his foot in the door like that. Yeah, and um, um, I think that is the lasting character of Joel McHale, is the, is the smartass on the soup. Right? Like, that's yeah. that's been his character from there on. I guess even in Spider-Man 2, it's the guy on the soup. In a way. That's the way I've always seen the character. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And it's not to say that Joe McHale doesn't have range. I'm sure he's... I mean, to do this, it's it takes a lot of talent and everything. Right. I don't think he's that person in real life. But it takes a ridiculous amount of charm... Right. ...to just... Uh, to think you're going to be okay, like, career-wise, to go out there week after week and just tear apart, you know, uh, yeah. Oprah yeah. and Maury yeah. and news anchors... Yep. And just do it with this wink and a smile, and nobody hates him. Yeah, I think that's another thing for about that it. to roll off his back, and then to actually just go on and get with jobs. that persona <laughs> and get bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah, booyah. Yeah, it's just it's really something to be kind of envious of. I, I think um, what we see about him as he kind of as uh, community gets into like its second and its third season. I guess it kind of even from the freaking beginning, but he's kind of this kind of sex symbol, you know. He's got this like ripping bod. He's got the six pack. He's got the pecs. He's got all this Here stuff. Here we go. You know, <laughs> I mean, you just you didn't see that part of him when he when he was on the soup. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, th- I think someone must have because his uh, he, he was cast as the good looking rogue in Community straight from the soup. Yeah, you know, uh, 
I, it looks like he's beefed up, certainly, over the years. I would think so. But I know, yeah. you know, I happen to know, I've, I've done enough research to know that he played college football. Mm. You know, he's always been athletic. Uh, and as uh, uh, Johnny mentioned, he's like 6'4". Yeah. The guy's kind of a beast. He's yeah, a tall drink boy. Of water. Mm. Yeah. Were, as a matter of fact, Jimmy, were you intimidated? Well, I, we were both the same height because it was a phone interview. Oh, so you actually didn't see him? You'd have to look into those dreamy eyes? I don't know if I could. Oh. <laughs> I don't blame him. That's scary. It yeah, was hard I enough mean, to luckily imagine. enough, you, you weren't wearing shorts. Right. They were just falling down. Yeah, I had them on. Well. I had them on. They were just around Fur. my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that out later, right? right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, while you were talking to him, what else did you guys get into? Uh, we, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I, we found out what his favorite cereal is. Jimmy, tell me we everything. found out. Why does he got to tell you anything? Why don't we just hear the interview? Oh, wait. Did you record it? I did. Oh, what? God damn. I, brought well, this this... I smuggled the tape inside this bag of cheetos. <laughs> oh, hold on. I'll pop that into the magic interview machine slot. I want to hear it. Here we go. Magic interview machine. Give us a little Joel McHale. So you're known for The Soup, Open Season 2, Ted, of course, Jeffrey Winger on Community, but now you're playing Johnny Cage in Mortal Kombat Legends, Battle of the Realms, the final, 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 wow. final, I'm known, final. I'm known for Open Season 2. I'll take it. I didn't realize that people remembered that, but thank in this you house for remembering. You Maybe I'm in Japan. Jeez, damn, <laughs> thank you. My pleasure. So my first question I'm asking everybody, is this sequel better than Scorpion's Revenge? I don't know. It's really up to the viewer, isn't it? Uh, is it better? Every movie is a little bit better. Just like at the end of every Olympics, I go, this was the best Olympics there ever was. Uh, I mean, I don't know. How many people are going, the new one sucks? How many people say that? Uh, nobody yet. And I don't think they will. Oh. All right. No. Uh Look, they already proved it in the first one, uh, how, you know, how they changed, how, what their approach was with beautiful animation, ultra violence, and still good storytelling. And uh, that is definitely the case here. And uh, people are always like, well, how would you like to see the movie different? I'm like, I don't know. I'm always like more violence. That sounds good. It's Mortal Kombat. Might as well go for it. So does this, would you say, in your opinion, did the fight scenes, the fatalities, do they live up to the mythology and or the mantle of Mortal Kombat? Absolutely. I think, uh, I think whenever, you know, uh, studio executives get a hold of something that is beloved to fans and then they try to make it for what they think is a broad audience and they water it down, it always is a failure. Always. <laughs> uh, and this shows that, how popular the first one was because they were like, oh yeah, we're making an R-rated animated film. It doesn't happen very much in the States. Uh, and I don't think it disappoints at all. In fact, I think it only improves. And, uh, you know, Mortal Kombat is literally called Mortal Kombat. And uh, it's very violent and, and should be. And the video games have always lived up to that. And I think um, these movies do too. Do you think so? 
I thought so. I really enjoyed. I was I was blown away by the uh, get, by the fatalities and the kills in this. Like uh, my son and I watched it, and every like every time we were just looking at each other, going "No way!" Like grabbing each That's other by awesome. the shirt. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Um, do you? That's awesome. Yeah, I think if they, if they had pulled punches, it would have the fans would have gone crazy. Right, right, right. And and. To, to before I had seen it, to be honest, I was expecting it to be a little watered down. So in that that you know when uh, yeah. Striker gets killed, his, I don't know if you've seen it, the finished product recently, but when Striker gets killed and pulls his head off, that blew me away. And, and just every I, all of them, I could, I could we could be here all day talking about it. But I want to talk. I want to ask awesome. you: they, uh, Do you think that uh, on the surface Johnny Cage is similar to Jeffrey Winger in terms of jackassery? And uh, being a smart ass, do you think? How did you? I, yeah. Uh, what was what I was your approach to? In different, well, I would say smart asses in different universes. Obviously, uh, Jeff Winger is not a, um, you know, uh, doesn't have superhero martial arts skills. Um, mm. But you know, like Johnny Cage, he's you know a movie star, so he's got and he's very arrogant and. And uh, but he's kind of washed up, and I think that those things are similar in that Jeff Winger was a star lawyer and got found, you know, got forced out, and he's clawing, you know, he's trying to find his way back. Uh, and I think Johnny Cage, uh, there's similar sorts of uh, themes to it that he's a bit like past, uh, he, he's, he's past his glory and is trying to get some of that back, and. They both use humor to combat that. And, um, you know, I think Johnny Cage, uh, because he's in love with Sonya and because he wants, they ultimately is good and wants to destroy evil, you know, that really underpins the character. And I think for Jeff Winger, was similar in that he loves his friends and he loves his school. Like when he said, like, uh, this is a toilet-shaped school, but it's our toilet-shaped school and we're going to fight for it. And I think... Johnny Cage, kicking and screaming, does the exact same thing. Um, but you know, like they let me for for Johnny Cage, uh, they let me. They, they had, you know, the script was already great, and but they let me improvise a bunch of jokes, which was really nice of them. Yeah, yeah, uh, very funny. He's very. He had a couple of good ones in there. Um, and you mentioned the script. The story has. Uh, a lot of time to breathe. The script by Jeremy Adams, more than just action, has some relationships at the center of the story. Can you talk about your romance with uh, Sonya Blade? Yeah, I mean that's you cannot, um, you can't just have. I mean, this is why like Marvel movies are so good. You can't just have um, just uh, you know like un you know just action the whole time it just it'll become numbing and blurring and unless you get to know the characters and have a reason for the for the violence and the action scenes you know we've already learned that a thousand times a billion times in hollywood movies where they're like yeah it was pretty spectacular stuff but i got bored there's none of that in here because you the characters care about stuff and they have relationships and they have kids and they have uh, spouses and they have, you know, like, they, like Johnny Cage loves Sonya and he's, he definitely becomes vulnerable then and not just a joke machine. And I think that's one of the reasons why people are, are still, you know, why, why there was a sequel. So, uh, thank God. I mean, I don't think Johnny Cage would be 
the uh, the the crux. I'm just saying for for the characters, they all have stuff to work with, and that's that's good storytelling. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's you you need that, and I you know I I can't pretend to be able to write stories like that, but I I definitely can smell it. And when I read the script, I was like, great story, and uh, that's why people like. Tetris is an insanely playable game, and it's incredibly wonderfully simple. And if you look at something like Fortnite with half a billion people playing, you're playing Capture the Flag ultimately, um, you know, a version of it, or one versus 100, and it's like, it's, the game is simple, but the play is wonderfully complex and spectacular. Did did you get a chance? You, when, you guys recorded this a little while ago, right? Did you record anything with Jennifer in the booth, or were you separated? We were, For... No, I never was in the booth with any of the other actors. But that is the kind of that is the way those things are, and uh, and I like to get a run at you know with my lines. I do the lines ten different ways, and I change up the words and I do it different ways and give them a lot of options. So I'm sure if Jennifer were in the room with me, she'd find me incredibly annoying. <laughs> Is, uh, so you've done a little bit of voice work, like I mentioned, Open Season 2, uh, you, where you played Elliot. You've been on Rick and Morty yeah. and BoJack Horseman. Is it is it true that you yeah. don't enjoy voice acting as much as live acting because mm -hmm. people can't see when your shirt's off? All very true. You got me there. <laughs> but... Here's the thing. I take my shirt off for the voice acting and make sure someone films it. Right. So it all works out. So it still comes through in the performance. In addition... Yeah, I'm always... I'm sorry. In, in, uh, okay. in addition to always... uh, the WB animation and the um, Mortal Kombat that I cover for Gary, I'm covering Stargirl for Bleeding Cool. Um, can you compare Johnny Cage yeah. to Sylvester Pemberton, uh, Starman? Is he also a Kraken Wise well, ass kicker? I do. Well, he's a superhero, so he better kick ass. Uh, obviously, um, uh, my uh, character on that was more of a jumping off point for Stargirl as opposed to uh, somebody who's there every episode. And it was more about. Uh, well, first of all, when Jeff Johns calls and says, hey, do you want to be in this show I'm making? Uh, I jumped at it like um, a freaking spider does onto a, uh, a large bug because I, I wanted – I'll do anything that Jeff Johns is doing because he's a genius. And, um, and then to know that I got – you know, my first scene was Luke Wilson, who's one of my comedy heroes, which I love telling him because it makes him very embarrassed. Right. Uh, that's one of my favorite things. Um, I, I jumped at the opportunity. So uh, my character, I mean, there's a lot of humor in that show. So, and Jeff Johns is really funny. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll take advantage of that. Yes, yeah, so, for, for so, so sure. But as far as they're very, very different characters. Uh, and, you know, it's not like, it's not like Pemberton, you know, I'm not, it really was like a jumping off point for, uh, so, so the cosmic staff could be passed to Breck Bassinger, Stargirl, and uh, so that that you know, so they're 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 definitely different things. But again, my I had the same like I've, I've been I played I played Mortal Kombat 30 years ago, and if you had told me 
as I sat in an arcade in Seattle playing that I was going to be Johnny Cage's voice, I'd be like, yeah, I did something right. I don't know how the hell this all happened, but I did something right. Um, and then if you had said you get to be a superhero and get to play opposite of some of, you know, your own heroes, I'd be like, I don't know how I got so lucky, but I'll take it. I'm going to do it until somebody stops me. <laughs> you, um, so we've seen just, will we see more of you than just a cameo? I think you've been in season two already once. I've only seen up to episode five yeah, so far. You're going to see, yeah, I make, I make a couple more cameos in season two. Uh, and it's super fun. And uh, they haven't released them all yet, but boy, it was really fun to make. And uh, I would do it again in a New York minute. I, well, can't wait. I uh, enjoyed it so far. But seeing you in that costume in episode one um, kind of re- reminded me, in my, in my circles, we talk about the original Batman show from 1966 with Adam West. And we oftentimes oh. discuss who a modern casting would be. And you are my number one um, go-to for the Batman Bruce Wayne role. I feel like you could play it, in my opinion, for if you don't mind. Uh, lathering you up a little bit, you know, you well, could play the comedy aspect and the serious aspect just right. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering, did that show influence you at all, or your performance, or your? Do you have any fond memories of that, oh, or meeting Adam West? I wish I could have met Adam West. Uh, my friend Matt Ralph Garman was very close with him, and Conan knew him pretty well too. Uh, and I hear he was amazing, and. You know, he's a legend. He's a knight. You know, it's one of those things where you hear the name Adam West and you know exactly. So, um, yes. So I would say those things like that, that, you know, that show was before my time, but the reruns were everywhere because the show was so popular. And then you get, like, between that and, like, Ultraman, Ultraman and Super Friends and, you know, things like that. I watched the Spider-Man television show in the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. So those things were, for as a boy, yes, very informative and things you wanted to be. And, you know, like between Batman having no powers, which was such a unique thing about him, and then him, and then everyone else having powers, which you also wanted, uh, I think, you know, it's an amalgamation of those things. But what comes through is that every boy and every girl, I think, wants to be a superhero. And... So it touches that lizard part of my brain that was, you know, like that gets tickled. And I'm like, I want to do that in a heartbeat. And so I I don't know why I get to do it and why I'm blessed that I get to do shit like this. But boy, I'm, I'm not going to ask any questions. (laughs) I'm just going to keep doing it. So I, I hopefully will get to do more. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, seems like you got a good grip on it. If they did a Batman TV show. They do a Batman TV show. Please tell Jeff Johns, and I'll do it. Oh yeah. I'll, well, next time I talk to him, I'll bring. I'll yeah. be sure to bring it up. Bring up that pitch. Um, as I uh, show myself out the door, I like to talk about when I was a kid. Uh, I had to get up early to watch some of those shows you mentioned. You know, Ultraman. That doesn't come up a lot. That brings back a lot of fond memories. But I had to get up earlier than my brother so I could get a good spot on the couch for these shows. But I had to get up at oh, nice. my parents. So I could pour myself a big bowl of Saturday morning cereal. So Joel McHale, I'm wondering, what is your favorite bowl of Saturday morning cereal? Well, my parents would never buy us sugar cereal, 
it was only once in a while in those little boxes, but uh, I would I made sure I made up for that later on in college. Uh, but um, I'm my thumb's punching at the moment. I'm gonna say, you know, Captain Crunch or Quisp. Uh, Quisp, Quisp. or Crap, Captain Crunch were my favorites, and I knew that I had had enough Captain Crunch when the roof of my mouth was destroyed. Right. Internal <laughs> internal measuring a device, right? Like a gasket, you know. Yeah, it was like, you have had enough Captain Crunch. The roof of your mouth is on fire and bleeding. Right. Thanks, buddy. Hey, if uh, if Gary doesn't mind me one more question, um, I wanted to ask you, yeah. you know, everybody, everybody asks about Chevy Chase and all the bad stuff. I know you played him in Futile and Stupid Gestures. Did you, did you ever learn anything mm-hmm. from Chevy? You got any good stories? Did he teach anything about the business? Well, you know, like getting to play him in a few town in Stupid Gesture was, you know, that, that movie captured one of his uh, best friends uh, who created um, the National Lampoon and, uh, of course, wrote Animal House and then wrote Caddyshack and produced it and then very sadly uh, died. And I talked to Chevy a little bit about that during Community and uh, – it was really enlightening to hear about that time, and that really helped my character as well. But the the open craziness of the 70s and the beginning of National Lampoon and the beginning of SNL, uh, you know, I think that was a whole other golden age. And uh, it was really interesting to hear about that. Yeah, that's that's got to be awesome to hear those kind of stories from back in the day from somebody who was there, right? Oh yeah. Well, he's also at the center of it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so uh, it was it was very interesting to learn all that stuff. What about uh, uh, com- community movie? Go ahead. Oh yeah, we've already made three of them, and, and uh, they're coming out. Can't believe it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're, they've already been released, uh, and. Um, uh, it, I can't believe it. They're, they're as big as the Fast and Furious franchises. Uh, look, if you hear, I can't wait to do it. Uh, it, it. You know, a couple of years ago when people asked me if there'd be a movie, I'd be like, sure. And then I'd be like, that's never going to happen. Uh, but I think, you know, with resurgence of the show on all these streamers, it's been super helpful. And uh, there's a big difference, huge difference between hey, do you guys want to do a movie and actually making a movie? Right. Uh, Because as you probably know, making a movie takes thousands of people coming together (laughs) and there also needs to be money and there's also the right thing. So I'm going to say there's a better chance than ever. But again, it's like saying, hey, do you like aircraft carriers? Yeah, I do. Okay, well, build (laughs) one. So it's that sort of, Sort of like, yeah, uh, yeah. It's not, it's not like getting the next Jungle Cruise movie made. Night, right? Yeah. There's a little more, a uh, little more involved in the Jungle Cruise movie too. Anyway, I'm, I'm way yeah. over Jimmy, my time. Jimmy, that's so. all the time we got time for. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Gary. Test, test, test. Hey guys, can I get your attention? Good news. You're all getting bonuses that could be worth up to $10,000. Fantastic Four Amazon cash cards. Don't those already come with our meals? Yes. 
but normally I would keep them. Right. And that is the bonus. Upsize your BK value meal. Get a free Fantastic Four Amazon cash card. Why, that sounded like the golden voice stylings of Mr. Joel McHale himself there. That's right. That was during the era of when the Fantastic Four movie met Burger King in a magical moment of pop culture. Welcome to Saturday Morning Hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we skipped the cereal commercial this morning. The symmetry is amazing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, Jimmy, great interview. Yes. Uh, he really you. seemed to like you, or maybe that was just more of his famous charm. He is a great actor. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have a great interviewer. Er. <laughs> yes. Every show needs a good interviewer. And uh, Jimmy, well done. Uh, and you guys talked a bit more about that uh, uh, Mortal Kombat that we, we mentioned early on. We, I, want a, I want a chance to talk about video games before you finish your thought. <laughs> My thought, I was going to say we did talk about Mortal Kombat a lot. He was how he was typecast as uh, Johnny Cage. But let me rattle off this uh, line read or this uh, uh, copy line. read. Yeah, all real right. Quick. All right, here we go. Johnny Cage, Katana, Scorpion, and the Elder Gods take center stage in four new images released from Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms, produced by Warner Brothers Animation in coordination with NetherRealm Studios and Warner Brothers Studios Interactive Entertainment. The feature-length animated film is distributed by Warner Brothers Home Entertainment on digital, Blu-ray, and 4K Ultra High Def Combo Pack, available now. All right, say it again. <laughs> I missed the first half and then the second half. But would, do, would you mind running that down real quick? What were the four images? Mortal Kombat, do it a French Legends, accent. Battle for the Realms, Give me available the now points. on Blu-ray, 4K Ultra High Def, and Combo Pack. Oof. Mm. From Warner Brothers Home Entertainment. Is Combo Pack with a K? That's what Um, they called me in high school. Just really, really quick. (laughs) How many levels of definition is it available in, Shay? Uh, by my count, you get your uh, your standard, your 4K, and your Combo Pack. That's three levels. Uh, does co- okay, well, combo pack uh, that probably includes. The oh, digital. you're right. That's probably squared. Combo so four levels. DVD. <laughs> Got a DVD in there somewhere. So we're saying um, DVD level, Blu-ray level, and 4K level. Yeah, that's. And it. then we're we're thinking the digital is I probably one of the three. So there's 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 three levels of digitalness, high definitionness. Right. And there you go. I don't know why they didn't lead with it. And three all levels of, of definitionness. All of it coming from was it 16 bit Nintendo game. Uh, I think it. Uh, I think so. It was well. I think it was arcade originally. Okay, yes. you're right. Okay, that was probably sixteen or also, thirty-two. Also, come on, guys, we're similar age. A lot of us. Uh-huh. Do right. We remember okay. playing Mortal Kombat. Were you? Yeah. Where well, you we're talking about it right now. Yeah. In the arcade. What's this now? Mortal Kombat. And then <laughs> this was this was during Jimmy's the age of, uh, of of big fighter, the Street Fighter mm-hmm. Revolution. First started in arcades, and then when the Super Nintendo came out, yeah, the 16-bit the system, or 32-bit yeah. system. I think system, it was 32. Okay. But that's when they the... could actually put those games out, and the, and the, the fighting genre is still alive. Well, I, kicking, I think um, the, the first movie, I mean, sorry, the, the first game that really took over, like, as far as the, the like, fighting was Street Fighter. And that was yeah. clearly, like, a cartoony kind of look to it. What the Mortal Kombat did is that they almost like 
like plastered like real people onto the video game. They did. The the sprites they used were actual uh, high-res photos at the time. Yeah. High-res photos of actors actors. they hired to do each little stance. It was video Uh, of of actual people. And also... FMV. For those tech, uh, mm-hmm. uh, techno uh, files out there, getting, getting fancy out there, yeah. Yeah. but also blood and decapitation, yeah, yeah, and they burning went, people. They like, went beyond the cartooniness of the Street Fighter. Yeah, it wasn't just about it anymore. And Street Fighter, Street Fighter Two, actually was rat. Like that was our jam. But these guys are pulling heads off people, kicking <laughs> heads off people, burning people alive. And little Easter eggs, if you hit somebody off the bridge, you can fight Reptile, all that stuff. My God, the franchise, I own not Mortal Kombat 10, but Mortal Kombat 11. And <laughs> That's I, pretty good. I, I played it like I played it last night. And and they bring in so many characters. Like I played as like an alien from Aliens. You could play it. Um, well, okay, Boy, so yeah. but, but, yeah. but one, of the, one of the things but that if you like that, you're gonna love Battle for the Realms. Yeah. Battle for the Realms out in because three all, levels of definition. Now, fa- fatalities like uh, pulling people's heads off, they're, and, they're and like the spines out of their body. Yeah, 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 that's all in there. Well, and I, th- this was like spirit, it, it which was 2D animated public glory. enemy number one back in the day. I was right about to go July to that. Crew. I was about to say that. Yes, like if you could take like this kind of time warp and you go back into the 80s or early, it was 80s probably, and like this was like the Jimmy Swaggart was against this. Like Ugh. Barbara fucking Bush was against this, or uh, Nancy Ray Bush, whatever. I believe there was mm. even a, a, at least one congressional committee. Yeah, like where it it was brought up. I don't think they actually brought in the uh, Mortal Kombat people and you know made them answer. Yeah, to everybody like Michael Corleone or anything, but uh, uh, it was it was all over the news. Have video games gone too far? Every ten years or so, you get one of those, I and that was one of the originals. And the you you would also have one dumb kid who had a like a younger brother, and he would just try to rip his spine out of his body or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so which they were like, doing way before Super Nintendos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I, I think it's the reason we have ratings on video games is Mortal Kombat when it came to consoles. You might be right. You might be right. Like be, I, I'm not sure, but like Super Nintendo, like Marquis said, when it came to consoles, I think that's when we got the ratings. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. And it was just I, I would, that. And, and to be honest with you, I believe uh, uh, even though we remember it first on Nintendo, it wasn't a Nintendo made game. Genesis Sega. And I believe, yeah. And it was also then out, I believe, N64 had Mortal Kombat. Uh, but beyond that, I don't think Nintendo carries uh, Mortal Kombat no, anymore. I don't I think, think they I do that yeah. kind of game. I think the N64 or. The first uh, SNES to first one to have it didn't have blood. I don't think. Yeah, they actually. Like, they, 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 yeah, they, they would have, have a different blood. version for that one or the Sega. Yeah, and yeah. the Sega you had to do a um, code to get the blood to actually see blood, oh, to which is just marketing genius. I know. Yeah, like you had to decode. You just so. made it way cooler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. literally last Ooh. night, gents, and uh, uh, Jimmy the Gent next to me, but. <laughs> You know, Jets minor and major both. <laughs> Tip of the cap. 
But last night I was playing Mortal Kombat 11, and it's still going strong. And I play online, get my ass absolutely kicked. By the way, my gamer tag is still Johnny Heck, if anyone wants to kick my ass. But <laughs> Nobody's come hacking for the name Johnny Heck? Yeah. No, it's... Uh, it's it's going strong? It's out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, but that speaks to how long this game yeah. has persevered. Like, Mortal Kombat 11, and they don't... It's not like It's, it's, it's not every year. Yeah. And yeah. it's awesome. But they also, like I said, have, like... Jason Voorhees, Alien, um, a bunch of different shit. Yeah. It's fucking... And that's just on the actual game, because it's already spawned, like I said, 20 years ago, an original trilogy of now camp favorite movies. Uh, It recently spawned... It's got its own remake as a movie, Mm -hmm. AAA blockbuster status with promise of sequels. Uh, And now it's got what the second animated movie... At this pace, they will have their own theme park by 2036. <laughs> and for my money, the animated, like, the first one was the jam. Like, you could do a lot, obviously, with Mortal Kombat. When nah, I when would it, argue you could do very little. <laughs> when, when, <laughs> you could just do guys fighting each other in yeah, a tournament. but when it's animated, as long as you don't, you don't get too, like, anime where you're just like, uh, you know, like, fucking, I don't know. Like Are you magic. picturing like the, yeah, the like streaming colored robot. background yeah, like, while ah, someone's ah, perpetually diving? Yeah. All right, that's the image, right. everybody. So yeah, Shay and I were doing uh, big hands. claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but electro, not electro. Yeah. Uh, podcasting guy. Ra- Raiden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who's the electrical guy? There's Raiden is the snow Raiden guy. is electric. Raiden's oh, electric. No, no. Raiden's electrical. Snow is the sub zero. Uh, sub zero. Oh, he had the cool sub zero. Yeah, and then um, who um, who was the get over here? Oh, Scorpion. 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 That's the that is the legendary right. sound. That is right? that is the yeah exactly. It's the Hadouken yeah, of you're right. Mortal Kombat. Get over here. And he would right. and he would like throw that he would throw that hook in you and then just pull you. Who was the best one? Get over here. No. Oh, oh, are we doing a, yeah. a, a, a get rap? over here? Get over here. Get over here. Get over here. Jimmy the gent, everybody, I think, got by the applause meter here yeah. in the studio. Yeah. He's yeah. got yeah. it. I think that that's pretty good. So yeah, so this thing, this thing had everything. It had the kind of um, general kind of national chaos around it, like with this pervert your children kind of chaos. It, it gave had, it just that much, like yeah. forbidden fruit yeah. mystique and, cool factor. And it had like these, the, like these, like innovations, like the freaking graphics, like where you saw actual people's faces and skin tone. Like it wasn't, it wasn't. Well, all actually, pixelated. go back and play it again. It does not look good. But at the time, obviously, I mean, it was revolutionary well, yeah, at the, the time. time. It was I mean, the it was fucking big. Yeah. jam, dude. Like I remember going to a movies. And it'd be like, oh, they have a Mortal Kombat. I'd go to the movie like an hour early and pump quarters into that yeah. motherfucker and just do a bunch ham. of voices and like, make your own movie. I go get over here. Well, one of the um, one of my greatest moments, my friend and I, uh, his older sister was dating this guy that was forbidden by the parents, and so um, she would take my friend and I to the movies like on Friday nights, but of course she would take off to go hang out with this forbidden guy. And my buddy and I were in the arcades. So this was like a whole school year of us in the arcades at the time. 
the second Mortal Kombat movie, um, I'm sorry, game came out. And mm. I was really good at the cop named Stryker. You guys remember the cop? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. And oh. he would. Like a little bomb he'd throw out. He would throw grenades. Like yeah. he was like this like SWAT officer or whatever. Gun. You're yeah. not going to like this one. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I, I was just, I had a lot of Fridays playing this character. And he would just like throw, like, he had this like, like, um, this like baton. And he would like, like beat people yeah. up with it. And he like threw grenades. And I was just really good about screw. Like, I, I, I learned him. I had like this week of like lead time. Ended up going. That's on. how the culture worked. Yeah. Everybody had to pick a character in the game, and, and you just practice because yeah. it cost you money. Yeah, and it cost you money. It was quarters, quarters every single yeah. time. By the way, yeah. quarters, everybody. Yeah, quarters, quarters. like actual for physical at, quarters. For the kids at home. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, I ended up taking One this. Dollar. <laughs> I was on I'm a flight, weed. Um, and then I had like this like connection or whatever, <laughs> and so I was in this airport one day. And it was like a long layover, and I had Recently? a pocket full. No, this was back in the nineties or whatever. Right. Maybe I'm thinking ninety three, ninety two, something like that. The other day, yeah, uh, yeah. And totally. so, um, and then I'm in the I'm in the freaking airport. I have a long layover, and I have a couple of weeks of lead time learning this character, and then I tear shit up in this arcade. You really? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like kids were like, uh, well, they were my age and younger and older, whatever. I put in the 50 cents or whatever. And what so I'm saying kids. is anybody, so humans, living. anybody, anybody that came up and played me, you ran the table. I ran the goddamn table. The table. I was there Younger. for like two hours just destroying right. anybody right. that came up. That's right. it was like by the dollar. end, you're just chewing on a toothpick while you're playing. <laughs> fucking eyes I was just over, drinking just... coffee. <laughs> like this was just part of a nutritious <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette and it's like fucking like twelve years old. And yeah. shit. Younger yeah. kids shaving it. <laughs> I can't let this go, kids. He's getting a massage. Uh, yeah, shit. it was amazing. But... I just destroyed it. One of my greatest moments That's ever. Right. Oh, that game. Yeah, that's I, right. I have I have arcade memories like that. Those really are. Are they Mortal Kombat have... related? They are not. I'm okay, not coming right. for your throne. Man. Okay, all right. It's that's cool. a pretty good one. Yeah, because I just dominated one. Been kind of downhill ever since, huh? Yeah, I never was that good again. You know, like, I was never that above everybody else again. It was just I had this kind of unique opportunity, and then well, that's what you know. uh, Andy Warhol famously said: "Is that uh, everybody will be good at video games for one <laughs> afternoon? <laughs> yeah, one afternoon. Something but like also uh, <laughs> in uh, the quickly, airport in Cleveland. Quickly, quickly, as we're talking about video games, a marquee." As far as Madden goes, aren't you uh, pretty good? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fantastic at Madden, but that's different. That takes a lot of years. What of was your... As a matter of fact, the only person to have ever beat you at Madden was uh, Joel McHale. If Joel McHale, I'm not mistaken, yeah, from yeah. Community. Oh my yes. god, yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Here we go. We're coming back. My God, good yes, we did talk to Joel McHale today. That's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. actually, and listeners will know. That's kind of a get for us. That's, yeah. yeah, we're yeah, we're, hit, we're uh, above our skis on Joe McHale for sure. Yeah, like hitting definitely out of our out of kicking out of our distance right there. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it's a good. Uh, it, I believe I'll, the term I'll is the coverage. I'll kick in the thank, coverage. Thank you for right. the mulligan on that. Yeah, that's right. There. Ah, that's two. That's two. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. I'm sure I can get a metaphor here. That's a that's a football sports uh, metaphor. Oh, yeah. We're, we're that what that is a tricky one. Yeah, it's, 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 since it came up, anybody want to break that down for our listeners? Nope. Let's just move on. It's kicking okay. out of your coverage. No, it's kicking beyond your coverage. Um, okay, so if you're punting, 
in a football game, you can nobody cares. You have to punch Joel McHale it's like, community. It, it's basically. I think Joel McHale played out, football. If I made out with uh, Cindy Crawford, that's uh, overkicking your coverage. Yes, eighties yes. uh, Cindy yeah, Crawford yeah. or two thousand. So any any I, Cindy Crawford any, any, any I, I'm not <laughs> unless you just asking yeah. your preference. I, I, I might I'm even go board. so far as to say that you just making that reference is. Uh, Punching above your weight as it is, <laughs> yeah. It, like that. like that name coming out your mouth is above your coverage. Yeah. Put it back in. Joe McHale, everybody. Joel McHale. Uh, and since uh, I, now uh, I never had a chance to meet him. Nope. Jimmy, you obviously just talked to him. He, uh, Johnny, Johnny Heck, Heck him. you related a story about meeting yeah, him. Yeah, he touched me on Marky, the shoulders. do you have a surprise story about uh, meeting Joel McHale? Uh, who's Joel McHale again? Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, this is enough of this.